0: trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort.
1: Welcome to the first topical resort of the year. As always, I'm your host Green Vibrator, and for the next two hours, we've got you some fast, fantastic tunes. But what's the topic? We just, we just can't figure it out. What you heard there was from Last Bronx, also known as Tokyo Bangaiichi. That was Jaggy Love, and before that, from Sega Touring Cars Championship. That was Are You Wake Up, featuring random samples of Martin Luther King for some reason, because Japanese development team. That's why. But. So there's been quite a lot of guesses as to what this topic could be because if you don't know, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I have not announced this to the people who are listening in live. It, this is but pre-recorded, you already know what it is because it's the episode title, but the guesses so far are... Uh, Gamer says, Takashi Iizuka wants to remake Sonic Adventure. Yes, very funny meme. <laughs> Jamie says it's a Sega-themed episode. Uh, Electric guesses that it's Saturn games or it's Model 2 games. Brit Gamer Guesses Driving Games, and we've got a guess from Brit as well, saying they're both made by Sega AM Studios, but different ones. J-Star says, both games released on the Model 2 and released on the Saturn. And these are all very good guesses, but it actually turns out that this episode, as requested by someone else, was... Model 2 games later ported to the Sega Saturn. So this is, this is interesting because most Sega Saturn games have CD audio whereas most Model 2 games didn't so quite often when they came over to the system they got improved audio but the visuals were often downgraded so upgrades and downgrades both ways it was very odd but yeah that's the topic of the episode and well well, who requested that? None other than Mr Ravseeg. I- isn't that right?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. You,
1: uh, you don't, you don't seem too confident on that. So you're, you're sure you, you didn't request this, right?
2: I am not entirely
1: sure. I have absolutely...
2: to. W- w- whatever, yeah. it's good enough. W-
1: welcome to the show, Rev I, I,
2: I am not, I am not wake up yet.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's seven o'clock at night here in the UK, and he's uh, he's not wake up at all, not in the slightest. So that means if you want to get in your request for the request resort now, you now know what the topic of the episode is. You can send in your requests for model 2 games ported to the Saturn and there's so many good ones. We've got games such as ones you've already heard like Last Bronx and Sega Touring Car. We've also got Daytona, we've got Subtroopers Virtual on, Dead or Alive, Sega Rally Championship, Fighting Vipers, Virtual Fighter 2 and a whole bunch more. So be sure to get in those requests. One thing I want to do before we move on with the episode is I actually got another email back immediately after from S-Mania, who you may recall I have read an email from last week. Now, I just want to read this out quickly. I uh, don't want to don't want to cut off Rav too much, but I just want to read it out because it, it made me smile again. So they say, First, thanks for taking the time to format and upload the last, the last few episodes of the Topical Resort podcast after the show on Friday. When I saw them all pop up in my... Uh, pop up in my Apple podcast feed, I shouted out a fist pumping YES loud enough to scare my kids. I guess I know what my soundtrack for the next couple of days is, along with the earworms of Puyo Puyo Fever for DS, which I randomly found at a game store for £9 or nine dollars today. immediate purchase. This week's yearly recap show was awesome and I'm thrilled that you you may cover my topic request covering nights at some point. As I said, I've done initial research just for my own interest. Here's some links if they would help you with the episode. And you may remember we said we're going to be doing that next week, and I'm going to be sticking to that one. So that's all all to play for next week here on the month of the listener on the resort. But just one more thing I want to say before uh, before we get back to Rav is a bit of a format change here on the show. So if you don't know how it works, the past few times we've been alternating back and forth, back and forth. ...between Week A and Week B. Week A has... Uh, what does it have? It has Test Your Topicality and Trivia Coast... ...whereas Week B has discal Call-In and uh, Topical Thesis. I'm going to be going to Week A's only. So every week will now be Trivia Coast and Test Your Topicality. And then every off-topic episode will have Call-In and Thesis. So... They're still going to be there, just not as much, so we're slowly transitioning over to have just week 8 episodes. So hopefully you enjoyed that, you guys always seem to enjoy the trivia coast, etc. So yeah, thank you for all- thank you for putting in your feedback, so that's what we're going to be switching over to now. Anyway, Rav, uh, so why did you want to request this episode specifically?
2: uh yeah i already spoiled my my answer by by replying actually by preemptively saying it on discord essentially uh yeah when you came up to me and asked me for a topic i would like to have it's pretty easy because the truth is uh i grew up with um model two parts on the southern even if I only knew what model two was, uh, a nice decade afterwards. But, but I just thought, uh, how can I just put a bunch of specific games together that I that will pretty much showcase how happy I was when I was like 12 years old or something? And yeah, that's what that's what it came to. Uh, it was very biased. It was really biased but the truth is, even if I am biased, I still believe it's a pretty good topic with awesome music uh, so the focus as uh, yeah, as, as was probably already um, made obvious but because of Jaggy Love which is uh, in case you don't know, Jaggy Love is the song that plays on uh, Saturn's part of the um, of last Bronx it, it doesn't, it's not in the arcade that uh, so yeah, so the focus will be the the Saturn conversions, at least as far as the the music the music is concerned.
1: That, that, that seems good, but I mean, can't really blame you. Model two had just so many awesome games, and then most of them translated over to Saturn pretty well as well. I still need to get some more because I'm I'm sorely lacking on some. I almost picked up Virtual On a few weeks ago, but I didn't in the end. But Hey, got got a bit of uh, money in my pocket, so maybe we can get some Saturn titles going. But before we move that on is... to the trivia, cut, sorry, go on.
2: <laughs> no worries. I was just gonna say that it's one of the best things you could do for yourself would be to go on on Virtual One, as you said. Uh, which one were you thinking about getting, by the way?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I already I already have the one on. F- I already have Cyber Troopers Virtual On I was just gonna get the Saturn version because I want more Saturn games. Basically, that's the oh, right. that's the gist of it. <laughs>
2: Right, got it. And it's a pretty good choice. I would say it's my favourite game ever, so I'm I'm one to talk.
1: <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's a good pick, but I, I know you love those games, so I'm just incredibly bad at them, but I think playing the Saturn version mm-hmm. maybe could be some good practice for it.
2: The, the Saturn version simplifies it a lot, so you, you should be fine. Because of the, the six buttons, like um, the, the six face buttons, two rows of three, it actually makes it easier to control your your mech around and uh, use the free weapons that, rather than using four face buttons and four uh, shoulder buttons. It makes it a bit awkward to control compared to the twin stick part. I mean, yeah, the twin sticks. Uh, if you don't know what it is, just go Google it. It's some. It's pretty amazing. I think I really believe that the virtual on games are the ones using them, right?
1: Uh, I, th- I think virtual on uses them uh, the twin stick setup fairly well. I haven't even got to try it, but it's better. It's better than a lot of games I've seen using twin sticks. They're just like, oh yeah, we have the peripheral v- available to us, so we'll just sort of slap that compatibility in there. Also, uh, Electric just reminded me that we missed some games off of the. Of the list yep. of model two conversions, we've got virtual cop sky two, target. Yeah, yeah, sky target, and manx TT. Which, of course, manx TT. How could I forget that classic, classic same, game everyone says sucks. Cop.
2: <laughs> and sky target, I have to admit, it's the first time I've heard of it. As for virtual cop two and manx TT super I yeah, I am like you. How the hell did I forget those? I mean, me. <laughs>
1: On my end, I have an excuse because Virtual Cop 2 um, is just labelled as Virtual Cop 2. I just went through everything that had brackets Saturn on in my music library and counted that. So, sure, we'll we'll, uh, we'll do something about that. But speaking of Um, which...
2: (laughs) I was just going to say that the first Virtual Cop is also Model 2.
1: Uh, It's one of
2: the the original Model 2 before the revisions. (laughs) One of the only four games for the very first Model 2 arcade.
1: And weren't two of them versions of Daytona? Yep. Uh, no, we didn't uh, get. We didn't get forget dead or alive. Unless that's a different version of dead or alive, in which case, yeah, we did forget that.
2: <laughs> but, dead or alive is from the model two BCRX, which was the third version.
1: You, you totally don't have Sega Retro open right now, do you? <laughs>
2: Nope, I we uh, has three crystals to the side. Has i
1: I've never heard of this website. What What is this website that, that you currently <laughs> have? <laughs> you blamed me and using. Anyway, speaking of which, hello to everyone currently in the Discord. If you'd like to join the fun, the craziness, the annoying me then radiose. 4 slash Discord. If you know, if you have Discord, you know what to do. If you don't have Discord, then well, just put the link in your browser, create a username, and come and join the chat room. If you don't like Discord, they're completely understandable. At Topical Resort, at The Green Viper 8, or at Radio Sega on, on Twitter is where you could message us as well. Aside from that, we currently have Ravseag, Electric Boogaloo, Jamie, uh, Br- Brick Gamer, BrickGamer, Max, Twinny, uh, something else, IO1980, I think we had SkyBlazer earlier, BlueBlur, a bunch of people, but there's still plenty more room. There is not a person limit, so. Join the fun, get some requests in. It's all good. Anyway, Rav, are you you ready to go over to the Trivia Coast?
2: Uh, Yeah, if you say so.
1: Sure. Let's Let's go for it. Let's go.
0: Trivia Coast.
1: And welcome back to the resort, and this is the Trivia Coast, except with a slight bit of a twist, because you might recognize this bed from somewhere, I don't know, do you you recognize it from anywhere, Rav? Uh, Yeah, it's
2: from a pretty, pretty, pretty old and forgotten corner in in my brain, but yeah, this brings back some memories. Let's see if someone in the chat remembers it. Um so Jamie just corrected me, I can't even look at retro well. So that's life is yes, it's on two way.
1: <laughs> but uh we, we need we need to get through this segment relatively quickly because I just remembered <laughs> that this, this bed doesn't loop. <laughs> Oops.
2: You, can, you can force the loop. Uh, anyway, so yes. So this is what this was the second track that I played for Flash Trivia on Chart Topping Show. Where I would just give you a random question. And the first person to come up with the answer would get three points. And the second person to get... And yeah, you, you get the point. Uh, so it was just... The faster you were, the more points you got compared to the others. So um, that's pretty much how it's going to be.
1: Yeah, it's a bit different here, because I've sort of mashed together the two, so if you know the Trivia Coast, it's our bi-weekly, now weekly game show, where we ask you some trivia and you get some points for answering correctly, but you can only play on Discord, radioac.jf 4 Discord, private message me, I'm GreenVaporate, hashtag 6383, or you can private message Ravseek if you want, but I'm more, I'm, I'm the one who gives out the points here, but how this works this week is I'm just going to ask you three random trivia questions, first person to get them right gets three points. And everyone else gets one point. And I'm not going to reveal who got it correct, who got the points, etc. Until the Trivia Coast results show. So, there, there's that. But as I say, you can only play on Discord. Anyway, Rav, do you want to get into the first question of Flash Trivia Coast?
2: It will be my pleasure, and this is a quite a throwback. So, um, the first question
1: is... do read out the answer, by the way.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Don't read out the answer, by the way, <laughs> I should just say. Yep.
2: So, yeah, no worries, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Daytona USA allows you to enter a free letter name in leaderboards. So, what will your name be changed to when you enter the name Sex? In case you cannot spell Sex...
1: I, 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 if you do spell it right, that's the issue. They, they, don't, want the, uh, they don't want the kids... They don't want the kids seeing that word, so it gets changed to something else. And if if you're on the resort, you know how this works. But this just sort of some this is a free first question, so you can get the feel of how it works. But try and get the answer in as quickly as possible. First person gets the points. Anyway, right. So I'm going to post a message on Twitter and in Discord as well in case you missed it. So we'll be going back over it. I should say as well, you can answer each question in each bed, so you can still answer the first question after I've answered the second question, up until I say that entries are closed. Anyway, let's get into a track from a game which I think you like somewhat. I think this game, this game's okay to you, right? But, uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't think you like I'll it see. that much, but it, it's it's Cyber Troopers Virtual on, you know, that little game, and this is everything merges with the night right here on the Topical Resort.
0: Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8 or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at RadioSE.ga forward slash Discord.
1: And Welcome back to the Topper Resort right here on Radio Sagan. I have I have Mr. Seek with me. Say hello again. Hey, yo! Yeah, that, that's him, and he just maxed out the microphone. So, what you heard there was one of his picks from Dead or Alive. That was the fist of Taika Yoko, I think, right? Taika Yoko? Uh,
2: I think so. Let me try and pronounce it. Um. Taika Yoko, yeah. It, it's pretty close.
1: And what does List it do? Taika
3: Yoko
2: blows up. <laughs>
1: What does it do? It blows up. That's what it does. Uh, that's the name of the track. Yeah, apparently.
2: So the fist just just explodes into uh, something interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I'd like to see it on Saturn Polygons. Something blowing up. It should be pretty realistic. And by Polygons, I um, just way.
1: mean sprites. <laughs> because that's what, that's what they did most of the time on Saturn, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, especially on the backgrounds for the the fighting games. Uh, the like fighting vipers virtual fighter 2 last bronx yada yada even virtual one i think every single background was actually a, a gorgeous 3d modeled uh yep work in model 2 but yeah it w- it was always the first thing to get axed whenever uh, the games were ported to the saturn <laughs> the saturn would just have huge sprites and background and that's it
1: Speaking of Cyber Troopers virtual, nice segue there Viper, that was Everything Merges with the Night. Another one of your picks before that. But we got requests before in a second, so keep requesting, but we're going to be playing both of our requests throughout the show because we're the two hosts here. This is a forced host gimmick, or forced co-host gimmick, and we're going to ride it into the sunset. So so Rav, do you want to go through the hasty history since I forgot to play the sweep, so I should probably do that? Uh, where is it? i can't find it now give me a sec history there it is let's play it okay that did nothing um let's play it okay
2: let's
1: play it here instead (laughs) try everything
0: hasty history
1: that was better i think you heard that right i'm fairly certain you did hasty history this is where we go for the history of something relating to the topic of the episode as quickly as possible just like my voice, right there. So today, Rav, what are we going to be discussing the history of?
2: How does this go? <laughs>
1: um, so you see the little thing in the document that says "hasty history." Under that, yes, is, is what we're going to be. Re- so, what's the topic that we're going to be discussing?
2: Alright, it's going to be uh, Virtual On. First released for the Model Two arcade board in '96.
1: That's yeah, that, that's indeed correct, I did indeed write that a few hours ago, <laughs> but, um, but Virtual On, specifically more so the Saturn port and just the ports in general is what we're going to be focusing on rather than the actual game, because I think Virtual On, honestly, out of all the ports has probably the most interesting history of the bunch. So, as you already said, it was released for the Model 2 arcade board in 1996, and the game also released in 1996 on the Saturn in the three major regions, following a successful arcade launch, which was... Quite rare, it normally come out the year after for Saturn ports, but nope, not with Virtual On. Yep. So, what else is there to say about Virtual On, Rav?
2: <laughs> I, I get the idea now. The Saturn port was still worked on by AM3, which was pretty surprising that uh, they would just spread themselves through both from both the game immediately to the conversion and still make it so quickly. Uh, but yeah, but it was even if it was still by AM3, uh, the devs were uh, were different. Uh, they used different devs uh, in the company. Uh, they said that it was more frustrating to port than your standard fighter due to the larger arena sizes and the numerous on-screen projectiles, which makes sense because they, you just have to spam projectiles <laughs> the entire time when you're playing. Although they figured out a comp- compromise which let it run on the console, thankfully for me and for millions of people around the world, they also opted to use a custom operating system to develop the game rather than Sega graphics library, I which was the most common for the console and i cannot even begin to imagine just how much work they had to put into it
1: but, i mean it was worth it because as we know it was a great game but interestingly did you know about this interesting game the japanese title was orig- originally just meant to be virtual on and the american title would be cyber troopers but both were rolled into one name for all regions
2: that is actually for the best, because... Yeah, I think that it... Cyber Troopers Virtual 1 sounds great put together. Uh, st- the title is... Uh, the title, as in not uh, the, the game title, uh, the game, is an action... Um, f- an future f- action game and futuristic fighter released by the legendary... <laughs> surprise of the year, Sega M3. <laughs>
1: I, I forgot I wrote that right. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I was reading and then I was like, um yeah. Electric, <laughs> uh,
1: Electric's but posted still, yeah, something I- technical and interesting, so let's read that. The Saturn port was actually programmed by CSK Research Institute, CRI, who later merged with AM two during Sega's second party restructuring. Oh well Electric, why don't why didn't you go and tell that to Sega Retro who I who I stole I stole this information from. Games also announced alongside Fighting Vipers and Sonic the Fighters in a Model 2 collection for the PS3 and Xbox 360, which released in 2012 digitally. Finally, we're just around the corner from a PS4 port, which was announced for, Japanese, for a Japanese release all the way back in 2018. Um, right, yeah, apparently apparently, tech issues are a thing. Oh, that's fun. Uh, c- c- can you hear me now? Question mark? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to finish off the segment without <laughs> uh, wrath. What's the final thing here? Ah, uh, yes. Probably the most interesting port would be the separate online version of the game, which released for the Saturn in the U.S. and Japan. This version made use of the NetLink and X-Band online services, and like all other online titles, it still fetches a high price online due to the lack of users on these services. That was the rather brief, rather hasty history of Subtroopers Virtual. On, if you've got any cool little fact toys to share, why not share them somewhere? Somewhere, just share them. Share them somewhere. Whatever. We've got the we've got the trivia coast coming up, and then we have request reports. So keep sending in your requests, as I keep saying, because we've got plenty of time for requests. No worries on that one. And in the meantime, Rav's just going to keep talking to people on uh, on on Twitter as he does. Because that's what he does. Anyway, let's go on over to the Trivia Coast. Trivia Coast. Ah, yes, the Trivia Coast, and we're back here on a nice little Jackbox talk bed. And we got we got we got time for the second question before I I'm going to rush off, so that way I can actually actually fix Rav's mic issues. So, I'm going to ask you the second question relatively quickly, but the first question was, what will your name be changed to in Daytona, USA when you enter the username SEX? Question mark. Wow, thanks for reading that one off the script, Viper. I'm not going to give you the answer and someone probably already has it, who knows, but keep sending in those guesses anyway. Question number two is, the roots of the now famous fighting game series Dead or Alive can be traced back to the Model 2. And it was one of the one of the titles that made its way over to Saturn after a successful arcade run, most likely helped by the questional physics system. In what time span did the game manage to sell over ninety two thousand copies? In what time span did the game manage to sell over ninety two thousand copies? Send your answer to me on Discord, GreenViper6383. In the meantime, we're going to be getting into some of your requests, and let's let's start off with one from Sega Rally Championship if you're willing to feel the heartbeat on the line. So this one is Ignition, and it was requested by 20. And when we come back, we're going to be talking nonsense, same as we always do. But this time, about our opinions on video games. You you like video games, specifically Model 2 ones, right? You're going to probably want to stick around.
0: Request Resorts.
1: Yes, the obligatory crossover talk bed. Welcome back to the Topper Resort right here. On Radio Sega, what you just heard was a request from Electric Boogaloo, and that was from the arranged version of Afterburner. That was the Sky Target theme, I believe, right? Uh, it was Or just a track from Sky Target. It doesn't say which one. That was requested by Electric. For that from Manix TT Superbike, that was Ride That Sheep. Or as he corrected me, it's technically Sheep on the Run, but I didn't update it on my... Tracklist. That was a request by myself because we don't have anything from that game up tonight. From Cybertroopers Virtual On, that was Higher Ground requested by Jamie, and it, it's it's o- it's over. I have the Higher Ground now after all. From Virtual Fighter Two, the Saturn release that was Ride of the Tiger requested by Brit Gamer, and uh, J Star wanted a re- remix of that as his request, but he later said that he wanted to change it to something. Then he just didn't have a request, but that's sort of sort of requested by him then before that from Electric Boogaloo once again from Virtual Cop 2 that was Trap 2 and kicking off the blocks at request by our very own Twinnie from Sega Rally Championship the Saturn edition that was Ignition and uh, Rav are you ready to just ramble for an entire segment does that that sound good
2: for me to ramble that's perfectly fine Uh, Um, (laughs) I yeah go on it's it's what we do it's
1: it's what we do best right (laughs)
2: yeah that's true i mean just just rambling and rambling and rambling it it kind of depends on how clear my mind is at that given moment because well these are these are the disadvantages of, of it not being your native language because uh i mean i mean if it's your native language you can be tired you can be best up you can be whatever but it still flows somehow because you're because your head just knows it and it's just it's you are just talking it out loud even if you're not thinking about it but if it's your secondary language even if you use it on a daily basis it it becomes much harder being ah, hashtag first world problems well, whenever I'm tired the quality of my English is always the first thing that suffers which is Great. I mean, you wanted me to, to just ramble around, and I'm just rambling ab- around the b- b- bilingual problems, which is totally what this show is about, I guess. Yeah,
1: um, you're, Yeah. you're rambling about rambling. That's got to be a new record for you, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it's a record.
1: Well, no, well. We, we do have something that we're actually meant to be talking about, so should we get into that? And it's our favorite Model 2 conversions on the Saturn. And All I, think, right. I think we have both the same one, so this makes things a bit difficult. So do you, want hmm. to, do you want to do yours first? And I'll add my opinions on it.
2: Okay, that's fine. So we're going to talk about the one and only fighting vipers for the entire time, right? Yep. Uh- so yeah. So if we need um, if we need to change topic, we can move on to virtual one again. Even though we've had the hasty history a bit, uh, yeah. So fighting vipers. Fighting vipers. We can start with the um, we can start with the the, the the model two conversion on in Japan for fighting vipers, which had uh, the amazing Pepsi Man as a special character. Um, I remember that when I was like what 12? Probably not even 12. Uh, back to when I was yeah, I was just a just a child playing on my Saturn, playing fighting games. I would be and you you, you know how great the internet was back in 1999. I mean, everything was reliable, right? Uh, everything you read on it was true. So,
1: oh, is uh, there still the case now? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that's reliable, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's true it, it's none of those things it doesn't work <laughs> everything crashes Nothing's <laughs> changed so thing the, about it.
2: the thing is actually I think there's been like um, a peak somewhere because like 20 years ago if you tried to search the internet for codes or cheats or tips or waste unlock stuff on your Saturn or Playstation Playstation 1 video games Uh, it would be a complete mess. You would have absolutely no idea what was true and what wasn't because just every single site had their own way and there was none that was particularly more trustworthy than the others. Then, after like 5, 10, 5, 6, 7 years for the PS2 generation, PS3 even, it was very reliable. There were many, many, many um, sites that were actually giving, giving you perfect information about everything. Fast forward to nine to to two thousand and seventeen and stuff, and there's so many uh, scammy spammy what sites that are just trying to fish for clicks. That they they're telling you about cheats and codes and stuff, and you go there and it's just spam and useless stuff. So it feels like we've gone full circle.
1: A bit, yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was wasn't Game FAQs nineteen ninety six? Or was it later than
2: that? Uh, I believe so, yes, because that's the one I used for my uh, Saturn uh, codes back in the day. I remember I learned how to unlock my hidden bosses on um, Battle Arena, Touching and Hura uh, on game FAAQS, yes. Game, uh, the thing is that it wasn't complete and whatever else I looked for just didn't work. And apparently, there was one extra code that I found on a completely random site. I was like, eh, let's try it. Just, yeah. And then bling, and then, then bling, and I got the characters, and I was like, wait, this actually worked. Okay, so um, we we are going further and further and further away yeah, from yeah, Fighting Vipers.
1: Yeah, Fighting Vipers, do you remember that game? Well, that's a good game, but I should actually discuss my thoughts on it, considering you've, you've done a bit of yours, but I think it is uh, the, the shining example of a Saturn Model 2 port, because I think it's arguably better than the arcade version, which is exceedingly rare, even nowadays, let alone back in the day where the Saturn was weaker compared to the Model 2. uh, Maybe it was 1997, Jamie, but yeah, the Saturn was quite a bit weaker than the Model 2, so to see a Saturn version of a game be better than the arcade version was mind-boggling, and that was pretty much the case with Fighting Vipers. There's a few things that are downgraded, but the new extra content and just how well it translated over is pretty stunning because in comparison you got the original port of Daytona USA which ran at 20 FPS, had really bad draw distance, was pretty horrible to control. Then you had Fighting Vipers which was basically the same game with more content but was slightly downscaled backgrounds and that was really the only difference. So if you, if you had a Saturn back in the day then it was a pretty good port to go to and it's miles above the rest of them in my opinion. Plus, it's a pretty
2: um, good game. I would say that Virtua Fighter 2's part was also on the same uh, yeah, on on the same page as how how you described Fighting Vipers to be. I mean, of course, there there had to be some sacrifices in polygon count and most especially the backgrounds, as we talked about earlier. Uh, but but it's still it was so flowy, like it was really fluid. And that's definitely the best the best part of the ports, uh, the best you could hope for when converting from the model to to the to the Saturn, of course, unlike yeah, Daytona USA, that brilliant port. It gave you like a, m- a massive amount of extra cars with different properties, which was actually I mean, it's it's the right idea for console content coming from an arcade game if you had variety and and more stuff you can try more stuff so that the game is a bit different so that it feels a bit different and you can explore it beyond what you used to do in the arcade but, but yeah but <laughs> but all this the 20 the 20 fps is chopping us all around just kind of killed the mood for for everyone to try those new cars and shit uh, can i swear in, the, in this project
1: well, I mean, you already have, so um, <laughs> okay. Then, so I'm. So no, I'm you, you can, but it's, I'm just going to turn the explicit tag on.
2: No, nah, never mind uh, Then I'm just not going to do it. And it was a pretty soft one, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, fighting vipers. It was. It had plenty of of new content for the Saturn, as you mentioned. I remember in particular hyper mode. Do you remember that?
1: Uh, I didn't get too far into vipers on the Saturn, honestly. So You're
2: essentially, hyper mode. Hyper mode was a mode which gave every single character uh, more moves compared to the arcade version um, and besides that every, every single character could show could just inputting a certain a certain command just blow their own armor up on purpose they would be really fragile after that but that they, they would just move at like, a few times faster than
1: before. <laughs> uh, you just reminded me of the uh, the last time when we played Fighting Vipers on the on the on the 360 tournament, and um, you you got rid of like Honey's chest plate, and you were like that 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 was intended. <laughs> <laughs> That's the
2: whole that, that that should be everyone's target when playing against her, I guess. I mean, that reminds me of something that was actually cut from the Saturn version. Do you know that there is like, um, a <laughs> And this is, uh, this is something that, well, nineties Japan. So what? What else did you expect? Uh, so um, if you blew, if you blew the bottom part of her armor, yeah, she would she would she would lose her stockings, and her high boots. But she would still have her like her, her skirt. But if you if you were on like on a fifteen win roll or something like that, you you also blew her skirt off, so she would only keep her g-string. Uh, and she was officially 16 years old in the game, so yeah, that that it makes things even better, I guess. Uh, uh, but do you want to rephrase
1: that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do. Let's put some quotation marks around better.
1: That that's, that's, Someone is going to take that clip from the podcast, Rav, so uh, you've just made a mistake, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: fine. I, je, je, I mean... Mm. Japan in the 90s, that's how it is, and if someone does that, I will be pretty sad, because it's going to... Ah, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to defend myself a lot, am I not?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is going to be your edition of the Turns Everyone On clip, so uh, get ready for that one. My, okay, my experience with the <laughs> with, with Fighting Vipers is, on, on Saturn is sort of limited... And in fact, it's the only one of the Model 2 conversions I've actually played on Saturn. So I can't comment too many on the others, but as I said, it's probably the definitive way to play the game, at least. In fact, I think in general, I still think it's better than the the 360 version from my experience, but it's just a really solid example. And aside from Vipers, I'm honestly quite sad that we never got the Sonic the Fighters conversion that we were meant to get on Saturn, but... Not because it's a good game, but I mean, yeah. I just love the aesthetic of that game. It's so ch- charming in the visual department, and also it has a great soundtrack. and I, I, just can't imagine what it would sound like with Saturn quality audio. It'd sound amazing, but so it's a sort of sad we yeah, didn't get it uh, for those reasons rather than actual games. That's playing. actually a
2: very, that's actually a very good point. We, I mean. Yeah visually I'm not entirely sure if it would still look as charming as it is because of all the cuts they would have to make but but you've got a point about the music I uh, yeah it would be it would have been great to have Sonic the Fighter soundtrack which is arguably a very good soundtrack in CD audio quality
1: It's it's honestly my favorite um my favorite Sonic soundtrack probably next to next to Forces which yeah Forces that that, that game existed but It's such a good soundtrack to where I just, something on the same level as Fighting Vipers, where it had new, like, guitars and stuff, that would have been good, but especially considering it's a more cartoony soundtrack, it'd be interesting to see how they'd convert that, like, would they bring in some sax, they bring in some trumpet, I can only imagine, and uh, I'm gonna go and cry for a second now, just thinking about it. (laughs)
2: Meanwhile, you can you can just comfort yourself with pretty much what Boogaloo said a while ago He mentioned he asked you if you haven't played the Saturn version of Sega Rally and he's got a point because the um, The Saturn version of Sega Rally is also great. I mean graphically, it's much, but the gameplay is still there and it's still very enjoyable and um, and yeah, and Bugalu also commented correctly that some of those characters are in Fighters Mega Yes, namely Bin and Bark, who uh, would be sitting on on a slump for uh, yeah twenty years until they were picked as a as a boss for uh, as bosses in one stage. I don't remember which in Sonic Mania. Alongside, if I'm not mistake, mistaken, mistaken uh, the sniper, Fang Sniper.
3: Yeah,
1: All three of them are game. bosses. Oh, he's also yeah. in Fighters as well, I should say. That was what I meant to say, sorry. But, uh, you are right, Electric. There is some music from Sonic the Fighters in Fighters Megamix, but sadly it's not remixes, it's just the original tracks, which pains me as well, because some of... The, especially um, was the track called Aurora Icefield, not, not Aurora Borealis, but that, that track was actually composed by Mitsuyoshi, so... There is the vocal version of that track they that did for Gems Collection, but can you imagine something along the lines of that vocal version with some epic saxophone, trumpet, jazz, etc.? Oh no, I, it makes me cry <laughs> thinking about it that we were gonna get that and then we didn't. Ugh. Whatever. Uh, Gems
2: Collection is a good call because
1: he, he, you can.
2: He, it's got Sonic the Fighters on it.
1: Yeah, that's why he did the. Re- he did quite a few remixes for Gems Collection. Which I'm I'm glad because that that game actually has some nice remixes and it's a good collection as well. Just a bit butchered on PS2, but the GameCube version's awesome. I need to get that one again.
2: I liked it. It was, like,
1: it was my fir- it was my first GameCube game actually, so I I want to get it back for memory's sake.
2: That, that's a good call. Yeah, I should get it as well. I think the menus had been pretty interesting music and it had that acid remix for can you feel the sunshine which was pretty weird but sometimes I request it just to annoy people
1: yeah <laughs> uh, I think my <laughs> I, I, re- I remember that when everyone it's like 2014 when everyone would request it just because oh it's so creepy tail style, and the backwards music and whatever the creepy pastor said about him but, it, it's an okay track. It's just obviously meant to be very creepy. Presumably on purpose because that was around the time when the tail thing sort of hit its peak, two
2: thousand and five. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yes. Eh, anyway, I think I think it's time to move on because you you've got yeah. things to do. So let's get on to the final question of the trivia coast.
0: Post.
1: We are back here on the Trivia Coast and Rav, do you want to read out the last two questions that we had beforehand?
2: Sure. Okay, so the first question, the one that we started with, was about Daytona USA and its name entry properties, which allowed other things such as um, playing jingles from Afterburner. In an example, if you entered dot. A- A- but moving on, because I believe we are on, um, we are, we are under, uh, a short time. Um, Daytona USA allows you to enter a three-letter name in the, in leaderboards. What will your name be changed to if, when you enter the name, sex? Sex properly spelled, which is S-E-X.
1: Just in case you forgot how to spell a three-letter word. <laughs> <before>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. got, got a cover all basis. Um... And the second question was pretty bigger. The roots of the now-famous fighting game series, Dead or Alive, can be traced back to the Model 2, yay! It was one of the titles that made its way over to Saturn after a successful arcade run. Uh, Most likely helped by the questionable physics system, In in what time span? In what time span did the game manage to sell over uh, 92,000 copies? That was the second question.
1: Uh, And do you want to read the third one or do you want me to read the third one?
2: I'm going to go with it because I believe the second one was when I just wasn't on the the show. So yeah, (laughs) The, the third question is going to be about Sega Touring Car Championship. Although rather undocumented, the Saturn release of that poorly received model to Racer, in case you have short-term uh, memory, uh, Sega Touring Car Championship, um, it contained time-frame exclusive modes which made use of the CR two oh three two internal clock battery. So uh, on April the first, what was the mode that would be unlocked?
1: And just to repeat that, Sega Touring Car Championship used the internal CR2032 battery as a clock. On April 1st, what mode would be unlocked? This is Saturn version only, and get your uh, get your answers in on Discord Green Vibrate, hashtag 6383 is where you need to DM. You've got a limited amount of time, so get googling people because Google is allowed after all. And while you do that, we're going to get into some music from. Why none other than Daytona USA. And my question is, can you see those brew brew skies and would you like to fry them? This is a topical resort right here on Radio Sega.
0: Off your Radio Sega live weekend. This is the topical resort with Green Viper 8. the Trivia Coast are now closed. Trivia Coast.
1: And welcome back to the Top Resort and this is the Trivia Coast, the final Trivia Coast segment of the show. So what you just heard there was from the Saturn version of Daytona USA, that was obviously sky high, can you feel those bru brew brew skies? Then after that was a track from Sega Rally Championship, the Saturn edition, and that's one of my personal favourites, and Rav wanted one of the replay tracks from the game, so I went with Forest Replay, such a tune. And now we're back here at the Trivia Coast, this is Juice Archipelago from Sonic Lost World, so good I could listen to this on repeat all day, which is why I use it as a talk bed, but this is just where we go through the results of what you just answered and how you did, what points you got, etc. So, Rev, uh, I can't, I can't really give you the results because I've done them in an internal document. So, um, do you want to reread the questions so you can contribute something to this segment?
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. I, first of all, before doing it, I want to ask. Uh, I think Boogaloo is gonna be able to, uh, to reply to me in like uh one uh one minute uh, there is a one of the um, saturn uh, sega rally replay tracks is essentially just a copy paste of uh, virtual racing's uh replay track but i completely forgot which track it is uh, can you tell me please appreciate it uh so uh, going back to the going back to the the questions um so the first question was about daytona usa and its three letter name for the leaderboards when you would just enter your own uh three digit name so if you uh enter sex s-e-x as your name it's gonna be changed and what is it changed to that was the first question
1: okay uh what i'm gonna say is i'm gonna so, do a question, then do an answer, then I'll read out who got it, who got the points, etc. Then move on like that. So, what was the answer to that question, Ralph?
2: The answer to that question is... Uh, G.O.S. G.O.S. G.O.S.
3: If, <laughs> if
2: you have If you have any blush idea as to why G.O.S., yeah, I uh, yeah I think Viper will agree to give you uh, five plus points, uh, five bonus points if you can if you can tell us why.
1: I think Electric uh, Electric is fairly close with his reason, but uh, it's not an official reason, so no points for you, Electric. But yeah. So
2: what did he say about it, by the way?
1: Uh, Electric said to me in a DM, he thinks inputting bad initials into Daytona's high score screen changes it to whatever random initials were stored in the memory at the time. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I don't know if there's a way to confirm that's right, but that's a pretty good hunch guess as things go.
2: In that case, wouldn't it change to everything different every time? Anyways, uh, it, Electric Boogaloo reply replied to me and it's Mountain Replay. Thank you.
1: Uh, yeah, Jamie says, didn't we have this question in the past? We did have this question in the past, however, I just used it as an example question. So uh, you, kn- you knew how this version of the Trivia Coast worked. Next we will be back to normal, but I just did that question as a test to see how awake you were, how this game works, all that sort of stuff. And the, se- the other two questions we've never asked before. That one was just a bit of a test. So congratulations to everyone who got the points. Are you shocked that Electric Boogaloo got three points? Well, Electric got the three points. As for people who got one point, I believe that was, that was, who was it? That was J-Star Max, definitely he got the points, Brit didn't get the points. Uh, I think it was just Jstar and Electric, I thought more people would get it considering we've used it as a question in the past and it became such a meme for a good while, but no, apparently not, so congratulations to you two. But let's go on to the second question, which I thought was a, uh, that was a bit more difficult, but not really that much. What was the second question, this,
2: Rav? This is probably something we would Google. Um, so, the second question... The roots of the now famous fighting game series Dead Her Alive can be traced back to the Model 2, and it was one of the titles that made its way over to Saturn after a successful arcade run. Most likely helped by the questionable physics system, in what time span did the game manage to sell over Ninety-two thousand copies, and the answer to to this just further demonstrates how, yeah, how the nineties Japan mindset was. Because the answer is uh, twelve hours, half a day.
1: In twelve hours, the game sold ninety-two thousand copies in Japan, and it's it's got it's got to be said as well. This wasn't like they' Arrive Three; it was the first game in the series, and it sold that many copies in. 24 hours. So, either people were like, "Oh, this is a really good fighting game. I've played it in the arcades," or alternatively, they were just really thirsty for some polygons. I'll, I'll leave that one up to you to decide. <coughs>
2: it's <a> lot th- <coughs>
1: <coughs> Yeah, but who got that question correct? Well, uh, Electric Electric got the three points. Uh, are you shocked? But other people who got the question right Jamie6436 he nabs one point Star he also nabs one point and Gamer, did he nab a point? I don't think he did, no, he didn't so, with that in mind Jamie, Star, Electric congratulations on your win not your loss, on your win shall we get on to the final question which I thought was honestly the most interesting of the bunch because I did not know this piece of trivia before today and hopefully you were the same and you had to google it but final question time
2: so, the third and last question was, and uh, now I'm gonna read it uh, out loud, I'm not going to put my own personal flavor into it. Although rather undocumented, the Saturn release of the poorly received Model 2 racer SEGA Touring Car Championship contained timeframe exclusive modes, which made use of the CR2032 internal clock battery. On April the 1st, what mode would be unlocked? And, the correct answer is, it's pretty self-explanatory, it's the April Fool mode.
1: It, w- it was an April Fool, though, it, although it did take place on April Fool's Day, it was April Fouls is the specific name, so April Foul as in F-O-U-L, but close enough. <laughs> I, th-
2: I-, I thought you misspelled it. No,
1: A for effort, though. Ah... Uh, uh. Uh, electric got got the three points. I, I don't, even, so I don't what, even need to list anyone else.
2: <laughs> so what did the April Fowl mode uh, consist of? Uh,
1: it consisted of you you drove backwards around the track and you had to avoid oncoming traffic. Which sounds pretty interesting. I'd play that over the base game. It sounds it sounds more interesting than a <laughs> card, to be honest Don't get me wrong, I'm a Touring Cars fan, but it's not a very good game. The soundtrack's so good, but it goes to waste, because the game's just a bit pants. Honestly.
2: Yeah, and it's a good example of a bad Saturn conversion from...
1: The original wasn't even good either, to be honest. I played the original on stream before, and I wasn't exactly blown away.
2: Uh, How did you play it on stream?
1: Uh... The Model 2 emulator, because they exist. Uh, I, I did plan on getting the Saturn version though, because I I want to get it so I can uh, get the soundtrack on CD, because the actual CD that has the soundtrack on it is yeah. very expensive.
2: You, because of the um, you mean the Red Book audio, right?
1: Yeah, because Red Book is audio is a thing on Saturn. I always forget as a thing, but it is. So I want to actually buy the Saturn disc so then I can just stick it in my, in a CD player and listen to some uh, listen to some Eurobeat. Can't go wrong with Eurobeat, yeah. right?
2: Welcome to my nineties.
1: <laughs> welcome, welcome to my twenty tens. Welcome to my twenty twenties. Welcome to every year until there. Uh, well, that, that's nice and depressing. But other people who got points were Jamie six four three two six and and and, and J Star Max. Yeah, and you know, it's in a pattern here. Only three people entered. So, guys, if you know the answers please enter into the trivia coast even if you don't think you're going to get it right because there's a chance you could and after all, you're only paying for points you're only paying for glory you're not paying for prizes so you're not going to kick yourself when you inevitably don't get those prizes either way, thank you for participating in the trivia coast and now we're going to get into some more tunes let's get into something from the Saturn release of Fighting Vipers and uh, get your guitar on get or strap your guitar on whatever you want to do just turn, turn the volume up because this is the trouble with Raxel right here on the Topical Resort.
0: Same show, same host, different topic. This is the Topical Resort. an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher.
1: And welcome back! That was our result right here on Radio Sega. That was a tune right there from Virtua Fighter 2, the Saturn version you're probably sick to death of it though that was Black Cat Moon a Rav Sieg favourite although he didn't request it then for that from Fighting Viper Saturn 1 that he did request that was The Trouble with Raxel. and now Rav what would you like to talk about during this segment anything uh, so
2: uh, yeah okay so um, by the way uh, let, let me listen to the to the to the stream right now What what is a talk that's currently being played okay I just checked and it is what I thought it is I mean, can you can you please increase the volume of the, the talkpad for a bit right now? Yeah, Just for sure. like two seconds.
1: For the sake of the listeners. Right? This is indeed a tune. Uh, also, I cut you off, so say that again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, am I being heard now?
1: Yeah, you can be heard. Uh, so, this is indeed a tune
2: right yes this is what that's, that's what I wanted to say this is a clear tune and the thing is um, I hope you have lowered the, uh, the sound already yeah but the thing is the thing is uh, while this is a tune the game concept is tosh so um, we
1: can agree on something <laughs>
2: <laughs> that helps right so uh, yeah I massively respect how SNK is usually always brilliant when it comes to character design, to story design, to um, their music um, I mean SNK games are usually masterpieces when it comes to that and SNK Heroines, to be fair um, has a pretty good soundtrack, but yeah I mean, it, actually, when we were uh, off the um, off the air, when when you were listening to the previous uh, requests, uh, Viper actually asked me if I had tried SNK Heroines before, and I was like, no, and I'm not particularly interested in doing it. Uh, I mean, it's a good game, even though I have heard it's not.
1: Just, just, no, no, not interested. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Sure, so, uh, I I haven't heard the best things about about SNK heroines either. It's not apparently a very good game. I I think the concept is interesting. It's like, look, look at this heritage game from all all the female characters from SNK. That's that's interesting, I think, as a concept. But, of course, because it focuses on the, the, the female gender... It means we have to over sexualize it because that's still a thing in video games. So, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's my thoughts um, on that.
2: And, and somehow someone thought this is 2018 and, and that it is a great idea.
1: Mm-hmm, spoilers, spoilers, it, it wasn't. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, 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 the, the game itself is apparently not very good either. It's, it suffers issues of button-mashing syndrome, which, when you have a fighting game, that's it's not what you want in the slightest, the button-mash syndrome.
2: That may have been intentional, because I remember you from those... And they said that they wanted it to be more accessible, because, to be fair, King of Fighters are... Pretty much renowned for being extremely technical and hard to pull. And King of Fighters 14 is probably the most technical fighting game there is, uh, except for Guilty Gear and stuff. So. Ugh,
1: oh, Jamie. <laughs> Why are you going to say that? Uh, sorry if you keep cutting out as well. Oh, should I, I should say to the stream sorry if Rev keeps cutting out, it's because I'm trying to do something in the middle of the show, which isn't helping, I know, but, uh, yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> it's your show, so... Yeah,
1: you, you, I can still get the gist of what you're saying, but uh, I, I'm i halfway through lining up some tracks right now, so if I'm not being very responsive, that's, that's probably why, but... Uh, is there anything I should like to talk about <laughs> besides SNK heroines, because... because that game's It's started. still
2: more interesting than SNK heroines, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Electric's brought up something interesting. Talk about that while I, am um, <laughs> While I do this. <laughs> Such a bad host.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure your listeners are used to it by now.
1: Well, me being a bad host, yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah, yep.
2: And Electric Boogaloo just asked me if I have played Fighting X-Slayer yet. The, the answer is, unfortunately, no, even... I pretty much want to try it someday. I like the concept. I mean, so do you know what Fighting X-Slayer is?
1: Uh, I actually don't, and this isn't for the convenience of the listener, so like, you have to explain it. I actually don't know what it is, so <laughs> please explain.
2: This, this is just not Sega at all though. Uh, Fighting X-Slayer is pretty much the compa- uh, Which you may know as the one company that uh, was given the rights... Street Fighter! To back in the 90s, which resulted in those awesome uh, Street Fighter X games, which had tons of original characters, which I'd, I'd say that... I would- I was about to say that 95% of their characters are pretty much reviled and just the butt of many jokes, but I'm gonna go- I'm gonna be more, uh...
1: Professional than that! With my.
2: (laughs) No, I'm gonna be more accurate with my- with my hosting, co-hosting, and I'm gonna say that 100% of the characters are pretty much the butt of many jokes because they are pretty much ridiculous. But still... They were pretty... They had, they were charming in a way. They were just getting their ass kicked by... By Street Fighter regulars like Ryu and Ken and stuff. And... Um, so... Arika... Went for a standalone game in 2016... With their original Street Fighter X characters. Of course, excluding the original Street Fighter characters. Uh, the original ones from Capcom original games. They... Of course, those were cut, but what I'm trying to say is that the ones that Arika created specifically for their 3D Street Fighter X games, they just put all of them together, gave them 2016 models and created a fighting game out of it, which is pretty interesting. I mean, I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be the most sold fighting game in the history of mankind, but uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, if you remember those Street Fighter X games, uh, you m- may be interested in looking for Fighting X-Layer. Um, Electric ElectricPoogaloo says that he wants to try it uh, because he, likes this, uh, he loves the Street Fighter X games and the system it uses is interesting. I'll be very honest with you, I haven't tried the Street Fighter X games. Uh, I have just seen videos and seen pictures of the characters and I'm um, like, what the hell is this even? But yeah, I w- I'm gonna give it a shot whenever I can, definitely.
1: Sure thing. Uh, Electric says that he found some footage of Motorade in Judgment. So uh that's pretty interesting, actually, because wasn't Motorade a Model Two game? You have the Sega Retro page open, so you could probably tell me this, <laughs> or is it Model Three? Uh, okay, I might be so... a confused.
4: Uh. Ah. Uh...
2: Okay, sorry. Uh, I had just started the, the YouTube video that Electric Boogaloo uh, shared on Discord, and it was uh, hurting my ears. Really okay, so very let's distressed.
3: see. <laughs> <Are> you
1: okay? <laughs> uh,
2: I am. I am. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Let's see. I don't. I don't think I have the Sega retro uh, site open anymore, but I I can quickly open it. Uh, so if, Sega... if, if I'm honest,
1: Electric can probably tell me quicker. He's typing right now, frantically trying to tell me the answer to this. So. Uh, let's say you can win. Actually, first one, first one wins. I'll announce the winner. No, he, he won. He won. It's, so it's it's appropriate. motivates a model two game. It's never been re released officially, but now it's in Judge Judgment, the brand new title by the Yakuza team that recently came out in Japan. And is coming out next year or this year actually, in uh, in the West.
2: Um, now that while you're at it what other uh, classic arcade games from Sega are on judgment
1: uh, the only one I remember off the top of my head is actually Fighting Vipers so that means there's a PS4 port of Fighting Vipers you'll be happy to know
2: oh yeah I will definitely
1: but uh, then uh, again there's a PS4 port already of Virtua Long because it's in kiwami 2 so if you're that desperate to play it before the official yeah. port comes out then uh, there you go
2: I'm not desperate enough to buy a Yakuza Kiwami 2 though. I bought Kiwami 1, because, but I. Yeah, I mean, it, I know it's an interesting game, but it's. Yakuza's pace is a bit too slow for me. I don't know how to explain it, but. I mean. You're just walking down the street trying to get on with the game story, and then. You, your your Dual Shock just flashes red and. 20 people want to come and kick your butt, and then you have to kick their butt, and then you can walk again towards your goal. But suddenly, you get jumped again, and this is Kazuma Kiryu's life.
1: He gets jumped by strangers. What a, what a sad existence. He gets free money off of them and gets the experience to win. What a shame. But uh, Yeah, are you going to be picking up judgment just for the sake of playing Fighting Vipers? Cause you don't have, you don't really have to get far into the game to be able to uh, unlock these arcade games. So would you would you consider getting judgment to play? play some fighting vibes? You,
2: did did you say I we have to go pretty far or we don't have you to don't. go? don't.
1: As far as I remember okay. in uh, Kiwami 2, you could get to the arcade within the second chapter. So if you were just willing to sort of blast through the first chapter then hey, infinite plays of fighting vipers instead of actually playing the game. Uh, that's got to be worth some money for you, right?
2: It would if I didn't have uh, Fighting Vipers already on the 360. <laughs>
1: mm, that's the issue. But... Maybe a, an official port would be much better, but hey, it's it's better than a kick in the teeth, which, uh, which I imagine Kiryu would receive if he was in Judge Eyes, but he's not there. Yeah.
3: So. True. The,
1: the, let's be fair, though. How long do you reckon it is before the inevitable Kiryu DLC... In Judge Ice chat room because that, that's gonna happen.
2: I think it's gonna go gradually. I think it's gonna start with. Um, I think. I think it's gonna start with Curious Clothes for Yagami. And then after a few more months. Curious. Uh, model. The entire model. And yeah. I think it's gonna take less than half a year for sure.
1: Yeah, because I mean he, he was he was like day one DLC for Fist of the North Star, so if they can somehow find a way to make him canonically relevant in a Fist of the North Star then then yeah. Mm. they can they can do it in Judge Eyes, especially when it takes place in the same universe unlike that game.
2: I need to read more about uh, Judge Eyes to be fair. Yeah. Uh, sure,
1: mm. but I I think I think now's a good time to move on, especially considering uh it, it's almost time for the show to end, or you need to be okay. be, be cracking on with some stuff. But either way, uh, instead of the top mix today, I thought what would be interesting is because we have we have the man himself here. We're going to be getting into the top five chart, except it's technically top four because the, the fifth track is the one you're hearing right now, "Banquet of Nature" from SNK Heroines. So I skipped that one, but we're going to be playing the top four requests that are currently displayed on the Radio Sega website. So. We're going to be getting into that shortly, but because we only have four, I replaced uh, number five with a different track, so this is just one I wanted to play because I think it's a nice track. So, with that in mind, uh, we're going to be getting into the final segment shortly, but coming up now is a track from Sonic the Hedgehog CD, the Japanese version, and it is the bad mix of Palm Tree Panic for and everything, everything dies, everything dies. No toppy mix, but no toffee mix. But enjoy the charts.
0: Number 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 thirty eight. let see.
1: that from me one last time welcome back to the topic result right here on radio sega what you just heard there was the top five chart minus the time where it wasn't the top five chart because because uh, that's good timing (laughs) Rev. what you heard there was number one that was sonic adventure two flying the freedom the theme of rouge the bat that was your number one for that your number two from let's tap tap to papapai the long version then number three, Tuneetham Bad Apple, which is a technically a track from the Toho Project and it's appeared in so many different games at this point. But Tuneetham's one of them, so that means it's on our playlist and it's a good song. One of your ones, obviously, from the King of Fighters fourteen successor. Uh, do you want do you want to explain your connection to this being number four?
2: Uh it's the same connection as to top three being uh top three and your connection to them, yeah, requests of
1: pieces. <laughs> because we That's spam requested them because we wanted them to be in the chart or the, the top 40 of the year chart, and they were, so that means uh, you'll never have to hear them again, you'll just have to hear Torn Up Twisted from me for like the 19 millionth time, but uh, the track that I played as your <laughs> number 5, uh, it wasn't your number 5, but I played it there because number 5 was the track that we were using as a bed at that current moment, so I instead went with a track of my choosing from Sonic the Hedgehog CD that was the bad mix of Palm Tree Panic and that was specifically the JP version because I like it, it's got a nice funky beat to it now we're back here, it's the final segment that snazzy music can only mean one thing so uh, yeah, Rev, thank you for coming on the show, Uh, do you have any final words for the people listening in at home or abroad or not at home, whatever do you have any words for them?
2: So essentially, yeah, my, my words for everyone who is listening right now is thank you for listening to this mess of a show where me and Viper pretended to know what we were doing. Um, and yeah, please stay with Red Sega. It's an awesome community. If you are not on Discord, uh, to be fair, I believe you should give it a try. People are awesome. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We hope to bring you great stuff uh, during 2018, so stay with us and thank you.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I too hope to bring you great stuff in 2018, but uh, that, the, the year's sort of been and gone. So I hope to get bringing some great stuff did in 2019. Whoops, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if, okay, if you want to catch The Exantics, well, we have some podcasts. You can go back and listen to fights into streams and the chart-topping show. But we can also be hearing him soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. On a brand new show known as Ravston, which you might have heard the quote-unquote pilot to on Winterfest. And that podcast is also available, but keep an eye and an ear and maybe even a nose out for, for Ravston. Because it might be hitting the airwaves sometime this year, but we, we'd all love it, let's be fair. But it's, it's nice when we can have him on shows like this right now, which was a surprise. Because I didn't know he was going to be on the show until like an hour and a half before the episode started.
2: And <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, yeah, I don't think he knew. I came he was gonna back be to you <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I came back to you at some point, like three hours before the show started. And I said, "Well, uh, after all, I am actually gonna be able to do it." And you were like, "Nice." So, and then that—that's how the, the show unfolded. Uh, I. But yeah, you—if uh, you are a recent listener, don't worry. This was well, exception because a viper usually plans his shows way ahead of schedule. It's just that it was me. uh, Blame me for throwing a spanner in the works.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Then again, Mm. I'd already thrown a spanner in my own works this week, because I've been called into work three times, which is more than I've been called into work for the last two months. So, yeah, that sort of hindered my ability to make an episode this week, but I'm really glad, because I thought this was quite a fun one we had. And a nice first episode as well, having... Having you on the show was a nice little surprise for the first one of the year, because I always like to have a somewhat explosive first episode, or at least one that I think will be interesting. Last year we did the Miku special, which a lot of people aren't a fan of the music, but I thought the history and some of the facts that I was bringing in were really fascinating, and that was sort of a good start to the year. This year has a different sort of start to the year. We've got some good music, we've got some banter, we've got... All that sort of stuff. But yeah, thank you to Rap for coming to the show. Next week's show, I mentioned. Thanks for hosting me. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Thanks for agreeing. But as as I mentioned uh, this episode and last episode, next episode is going to be it's going to be the request of S-mania so we're going to be looking into the history behind Nights Into Dreams and its composers so not a Nights episode but we're going to be looking into the back catalogue of everyone who sort of worked on it so people like Naofumi Utaiya uh, also looking into the background of some developers like Izuka, and Naka etc. I think it's going to be a really fun episode it's very different. And a bit more of a documentary-styled thing than we normally do, so I'm really excited for that. So thank you to S-Mania for the suggestion. But we are still taking plenty of suggestions, so if you have one, resort is where you can go to request any episode ideas you have. There's a bunch there, and this is the month of the listener, so every episode this month, including probably the off-topic episode that we normally have, is going to be dedicated to your request to give back to you guys. So thank you to RavSieg for this episode as a request. And now we're going to be having, we're going to be having one final track to end off the show. And uh, Rav, do you know how this show normally ends?
2: To be right. Completely honest, really. <laughs> uh,
1: so, so I'm going to send you a phrase that you're going to say once I finish my little spiel, and uh, you're going to need to say that right at the end of the show. So I send you that. So, uh, yeah, we've got one final okay. track, and it's from Sega Rally Championship: The Saturn Edition. And, well, what would it be other than my dear friend, Rally? Won't you join me on the rally? Won't you join me in here feeling the heartbeat on the land? So, yeah, thank you to everyone who tuned in. I've been Green DeVaporate. You all have been awesome. He's been he, he's been Rav Sieg. Thank you so much for listening. And, Rav, what do we say? As always,
3: stay topical.
1: Stay topical, people.
0: If you enjoyed the show, check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiosega forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing
3: the best Sega music 24-7.